SEO is AO. Welcome to the show, Nick Ranger. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Absolutely lovely. I just got to London. You've been here a while. I've been here for two days. All right, and you're leaving again tomorrow. I am. I am. I'm off to Amsterdam. Very hey, excited. That sounds yeah. exciting. Absolutely. Um, we're sitting in Citizen M in Shoreditch, the night of Search London, two days before Digital Elite. So we're going to talk. Yeah, it's great. Loads of, loads yeah, of conferences. Yeah, there's so much going on. But you're on. on holiday. I am, actually. Yeah, so this was a mistake. Yeah, yeah well, it's, it's, it's a happy mistake. Um, I don't take holidays. I think it's like my first in about five I years. I saw that on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, you turned up and they had a surprise party with pizzas with all the people that you never talk to anymore. <laughs> was, was that it, yeah? Well, no, it was, it was more like I had I'd met all these wonderful people and now um, like I consider them all to be my friends and it's really quite lovely to be connected to such a, like a warm community of people, a, a global community of people in the SEO um, Couldn't agree more. Family, yeah. Yeah, and for people who can't see us, we both opened our eyes very wide at that point. Yes. Looking incredibly impressed and surprised and happy. Yes. That's about it. Yeah, right. Great. We're talking about competitor analysis today. Yes. Um, you know lots about it. I was talking to a guy. Now, you're from Australia. I am. And I was talking to a guy called Lucas. Oh, Lucas. Uh, yeah, um, he was talking about, uh, he works for, for some shop that sells lots of uh, consumer goods. Yeah. And he I'm, was saying he doesn't look at the competitors. He's like a blinkered horse and he just runs down looking at the finish line and says, look at what I'm doing, don't worry about the competitors, you don't agree. It's not that I don't agree, I just, um, like when I'm asking a, like a client for instance, what are the things that um, are most meaningful for them? Um, obviously getting them more potential to have greater amount of leads, absolutely. But a lot of them sometimes um, do look at the periphery and wonder like, okay, well how do, how do I leverage above, above um, such and such? Like, yeah. I want to make sure that, um, like in my industry, I'm seen as someone that is quite serious. Well, for me, that smells of envy and jealousy, which aren't <laughs> emotions that no, they're not very positive. So can I, I yeah. look at it, and I, I, I don't like doing competitive analysis because I kind of think, yeah. can I just be good in myself? And if I'm good in myself, it'll succeed. Or is that very naive? I don't think it's naive at all. I just think um, we, uh, we. Um, are in the digital realm, but there is a huge human element to what we do. Yeah. So emotion takes a huge play in it. Um, understanding search intent um, plays a huge in, in, um, element into it. And I think when you're explaining things to people, you sort of like bounce off like their own emotions and the, and the things that like matter to them. And sometimes like, um, especially with some of the clients that I do have, um, I say, you know, this is extremely important for us to be able to do this. And then they kind of come back and say, like, why? And, it's, and I said, well, you know, there's over 200 signals that, like, the algorithm sort of looks at. And this is one thing that I really think would, um, would elevate you um, in the SERP. And then, the, then I think putting it into context of what the competitors are doing in conjunction with what they're doing, um, sometimes just makes a more compelling argument to do, get things across the line. Can I agree with you then? Yeah. Because what I liked about that is it's not competitionized to be envious and jealous and saying, why aren't I ahead of them? Why is Google treating them nicer than me? Mm. But putting everything you're doing into context. Yes. And if you and coming back to context, which is a word everyone's talking about these <laughs> days, but once again, context is saying, yeah. if I can put what I'm doing into the context of what mm. my competitors are doing without being envious or jealous, yes. it can definitely help me to achieve. 100%. And of course, um, you know, when, when we do analyze like 
say we're looking at a keyword or like that we've assigned to a page um, and that keyword may be really important to mm. the client or it might be something that like um, from keyword research we're saying like oh um, I think you've got a huge potential to be able to rank for this this is really commercially viable for you mm. um, like but these are the these are this is a roadmap of how to get there so we need to look at maybe like the top 10 in that SERP, um, you know, maybe like a word counts, like, you know, whether they do have images, whether they have video, mm. um, or they have um, like little site links. Like what are what are the things that we need to do um, mm. to be able to, to be able to game that a little bit? Okay, sorry, yeah. I'm thinking about the music, which is, seems to be getting louder and I'm slightly yeah. concerned about that. <laughs> it's almost like we've got to backtrack. Yeah, it's, it's nice enough music, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, all right, anyway, we'll uh, not worry about that too much. Yeah. The, sorry, the next question that, that I then have is you've got the 10 blue links uh, for which you're going to be ranking, yeah. but doesn't competitor analysis change with the idea that we then have these multiple rich elements that are competing for a place? Uh, the, the, the thing that Gary Elias told me about, mm. the bidding system, the rich elements get a place if they can outbid the blue links, in which case yeah. you need to do a competitor analysis by type of rich element. Yes. Which I find interesting. I've got no idea how you would do it. Yes. Maybe you do. Well, I think um, it's really, really great that you brought up his, his talk because I think you, you even said that in like your last podcast. Yeah. Um, I go on about the same things all yeah, the time. Yeah, because you, you were just in Australia, um, mm. in Sydney, for the Search um, Marketing Summit yeah. um, where he did speak. And I think um, it, it's, it's for, me, for me, it's kind of like, well, do they have it there? Um, I need to make the best business case to be able to put a lot of money and a lot of time, um, time being very important there, into making something that is um, just as good, if not better, than what is currently available for users to be able to understand about the product or the service or about um, the fringe kind of semantic search around what they're ultimately wanting to do. Sorry, I mean, what you're, you're coming back and saying to me, I said, oh, I don't like competitive analysis. Yeah. Saying if you don't analyze your competitors, you don't know if you can outbid them. Uh, and it's yeah. a bidding system, so you have to look at your competitors at some point. Yeah. But then if I take that on to this idea of different uh, rich elements that are all bidding for a place, if yeah. you can get any rich element to outbid anybody else, you've got your place anyway. So you can, in fact, usurp or, or leapfrog, the featured snippet being a really good example of leapfrogging yes. your competition and leaving them in the dust, which is a great opportunity. Yes, absolutely. So um, that's that really does become a part of like a content strategy. Oh. Um, and we, we schedule these things out. We look at the kinds of elements that we can make. And then the strategy really comes off the back of what um, someone else is doing based on um, based on basically like trying to rank for that. So oh. that's like a, that's like a tactical way of being able to plan out how we're going to be able to achieve that. Because Alina Ghost was talking about different formats for, for different machines, like you've got voice and you've got sound and you've got mm. speakable content and you've got video and you've got news and yep. Q&As, FAQs and so on and so forth. And uh, researching that becomes incredible. Mm. And, and then you're saying, I'm not only researching my competitors in terms of how many imbalance they've got, what keywords yes. they're on, so on and so forth. You're also saying, what how, what is their content strategy? And not just content strategy in text, but content strategy in all these contents. Yes. Um, to make sure you don't get left behind. 100%. And of course, um, you know, what are the, what are the um, specific URLs that we prioritize? I mean, you obviously, you've got your homepage, you've got your product pages and things mm. like that. 
but um, my I use Screaming Frog a lot to be able to do yeah, um, I crawl. Like oh, I love it too. Um, mainly because like they've got the API link um, option. Yeah. So you know when you're when you're um, it's like I think configure, then you go down and to API, and then you can choose like um, Search Console, and you can choose um, at Google Analytics and mm. SEM Rush. Uh, sorry, um, Ahrefs. My bad. <laughs> yeah. um, but SEMrush got a mention anyway, so fine. Yes. That's all they're looking for. <laughs> oh, and Ahrefs too. Yes. Oh, we can, who else can we mention? Um, um, Majestic. Acubanker. Majestic. Yeah. Uh, brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, we don't want to be biased towards anybody. No, here. no, no. Absolutely not. Except Screaming Frog, because there is Sightbulb as well. Yes, there is. And um, if I'll be really honest, I um, when I was sort of like went from my old company to my new company, uh, I say my, I just say like, because I work, for context for everyone that's listening, I work at an agency, so um, I have a rather large portfolio of sort of um, low to mid-tier um, kind of clients. Okay. And I, I say that because I've come from another agency that only maybe had like top-tier clients, so um, I, like your enterprise Does level. it feel like you've come down in the world? Um, no, no I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think down because... She just looked really offended. No, 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 not at all, not at all. Because like, I'm just fascinated with how it works. Like with enterprise level clients, there's so much more that you can do. You have more time, you have more flexibility and literally a, a larger budget to be able to yeah. really focus in and nerd out on things that you want to be able to achieve. But work with um, sort of low to mid-tier clients, um, every single thing that you do starts to become excessively important and highly analyzed. Yeah. So I think that's where I, um, where I wanted to talk about this topic today because that has really taught me to, to be able to um, disseminate through a, a slew of different options that one could do for uh, someone who you know may not really have the kind of flexibility to mm. just drop like 20k on, on, a, on an idea. But that's a really interesting one. I, I work on low to mid-tier companies yeah. too, so actually, no offense, uh, men. Um, <laughs> yeah. and, and for a big company like Lucas, apparently they get loads and loads and loads of traffic, and he's yeah. saying, right, we, we've got our blinkers on, we're going for the finish line, which actually makes sense now all of yeah. a sudden to me. And when you're talking to somebody who's saying every penny counts, mm. they're saying, I need to make sure that I'm investing properly in the right things, yeah. and one of the good ways to do that is to look at the competition. But... I would add the one thing is from Galilis' uh, explanation of yeah. how the ranking system works is the first thing you need to do is look for that low score, anything underneath one, um, because that completely tanks your, your ranking. So yeah. even if your competitor is doing something and it's going very well, if you have this big weak spot, you have to sort that out first. So maybe competitive analysis is second, but would you still yeah. put it first? It's not that I put it first. It's, um, like I said, like I... I do um, an audit, yeah. like an SEO audit on every client that I get um, yeah. you know, given. So I already kind of know what we've got to work with. Okay. Um, and like I have, I want to have a general understanding of um, you know where they also fit in their industry. Like, yeah. Um, like if I like, what is what is like maybe like their their primary C keyword mm -hmm. that um, like they want to rank for for their homepage or you know, like yeah. known for for their business. Mm -hmm. So that's the kind of thing that I place into context of like, okay, this is going to be difficult. This is going to be um, relatively easy, mm -hmm. and that sort of then decides um, how much or how. Um, like almost the velocity at which we work, the direction and the speed. Oh right! Oh, oh! Uh, sorry, that makes me think of um, ah. 
Uh, in... And if you want to talk mass, also budget. No, 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 I was going to talk <laughs> cartoons, actually. In, oh, in, awesome. Um, ah, irreproachable me, what's he called? Irrespectable me. Oh, despicable. Despicable me, despicable same me thing. Despicable me, with the minions. Vector, no, Vector. Yeah. He calls himself Vector because it's Vector, but he's got magnitude and something else, which is what you just said. <laughs> um, Vector. Speed and magnitude. Uh, is that Direction of magnitude. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm getting lost. <laughs> is this also displayed with? Oh, my gosh, physics. Yeah, no, okay, fair <laughs> enough. I, I was yeah. thinking about cartoons and I, I can't even get that right. That's all right. Anyway, um, back to these <laughs> kind of medium, smallish companies. I mean, yeah. one thing that strikes me, and I have that problem, is saying we've got a limited number of resources. Yes. And the, 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 the task is to find what are the the winning points, what are the, well, mm. what are the weak points that we can improve to win, where are our competitors ahead of us. Yes. And what is the balance with the means that we have? And it's, it's, it's much more often, for me at least, uh, human resources, the, the time that people can have to spend on it, less than, or more than, sorry, the, the, the money that they have. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And this is also where I find that um, I want to be able to have like good, good advice to maybe um, like an account manager or something like that that is deciding like, okay, is this is SEO going to give us the best bang for buck, essentially? Um, bang for your buck. Sorry, <laughs> or, I like that. Yeah, or like, or is like this so competitive that they really yeah. need to direct a lot of their resources towards like social media or something like that? That I, that ideally you can um, put maybe a more of like a human element towards, mm. and then we can like put more of a focus into just making like some really really incredible um, videos, and mm. then we can just. Um, channel our efforts towards um, marking those up. Do you do much video with your small and medium-sized clients? Um, typically not as much. So, but what's weird? Sorry, what's weird is I mean, kind yeah. of people tend to think, well, I can't do video, but video isn't that expensive anymore. It really isn't. Get yourself a copy of Adobe. What is it called? <laughs> Lightroom. Yeah, well, I, I'm I'm a huge fan of Premiere Pro. I'm, oh, yeah. I love video. Like for me, I, um, I'm. Like I like to take out my camera and film things and then make them up into little videos. Okay. Yeah. And you can't do that for your clients? Well, it's it's more like, you know, do I have, like, where is my time best Good spent? Good yeah. Um, you know, should I be you know, doing, like, open graph canonical tags uh, for a client on, with duplicate content or should I make a video for them? And Yeah. Yeah, no, like, no, it, yeah. it's finding the right balance. And also, I mean, as you we said earlier on looking at what your competitors are yeah. doing and saying, do I need to? That was it as well. Sorry, it's a point that came up earlier in my own mind yeah. was I find clients tell me, oh, they're doing that, therefore I want to do it. Yeah. I'm copying. My immediate reaction has always been, if you copy them, you're not going to beat them because yeah. you're just doing the same thing. You need to do something a little bit different. You don't, or you do agree, or you, you can copy them and do something different on top. Well, I just think that do you have um, the capability to keep up that momentum? Because ah, I, I really think that um, SEO for a lot of, for the most of it, is a momentum-driven um, in endeavor. So if you're able to do yeah, that, yeah. If you talk to Rand Fishkin, he talks about the flywheels. So it's momentum, yeah. but with the idea of a flywheel that, get, <laughs> that generates its own momentum, yeah. which I found, I found brilliant. Yeah, that is actually really a good analogy for it. It is. Yeah. Um, that's, that's maybe why he's one of the top people in the world for oh, what he does. Maybe. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I learned SEO from watching White Bomb Fridays. Oh, okay. So, right, okay. yeah. So you're saying get this momentum going. Oh, oh, sorry. Make sure you can maintain the momentum because if you don't maintain the momentum, you never get that flywheel going and it's never really going to work for you. Well, I just, Without momentum, yeah. it dies. Yeah, so. I, I think like find something that is is quite sustainable. But if you are going to put the time and the efforts towards doing it, make sure that 
you really understand the implications and be able to um, put enough resources behind that endeavor. So that's kind of like all I would like to sort of really say about that. Um, but you know, moving moving forward from that, um, again, to be able to assess like what is the most important things and like what is the most important, um, I guess, like URLs to sort of focus on. Um, I like to make sure that your strongest URLs, like so the ones that get the most traffic, um, yep. the ones that get the most clicks and like sometimes even like, um, like have the largest keyword profiles, those are the ones that have um, a lot of attention to it. So yeah. I like to also make, make sure that um, the, the, the page load speeds on those um, are, in, are just as competitive as um, the, other, the other pages that are ranking in that search as well. So if there, is, there is a whole other yeah, slew of things to it. Sorry, I just like I was going to interrupt yeah. and you were looking terribly polite and thinking, oh, maybe I should. <laughs> I interrupt yeah. all the time. It's, 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 mm. I, I can't help it. But I was just thinking about something that yeah. Tim Cholo said from Ahrefs, and that was that 90% of all pages on the web don't get any traffic from Google. Mm. And I was just thinking, maybe it would be interesting to analyze your competitors and indicate to your client they have a better ratio of pages that get, actually get traffic than you do. Yes, because ultimately... Oh, I like that. Yeah, well, ultimately, you have a crawl budget. And this is something that is really difficult for me to always, un like, un to explain to someone. But it's, like, it's essentially just saying that, um, you know, you only have, like, so much, so much... Um, Oh gosh, I'm, I'm like grasping for an analogy. Time, time and resources from Google. I mean, it, it attributes a certain amount of time and resources, and you can't go over yes. that. You need to be very careful with it. Yeah, especially when if you do a log file analysis, you'll be able to see quite clearly how um, how a bot goes through and understands your site. And I think mm. that's really quite illuminating. Yeah. Um, I, I I always like to do them before we do any like redirect plans or things like that to get a sense of like what is actually um, what is actually being crawled and how it's been crawled and what has been called and okay. um, the frequency. And back to competitors again, because yes. that, that, we were going off competitors <laughs> there for a moment. Yep. Um, looking at uh, the competitive landscape, do you find an awful lot that people think that somebody is their competitor and they completely miss another competitor because they're not a direct competitor, they're just a competitor on the keywords because there oh, is often yeah. with ambiguity, I would suggest, that the ambiguity means that you've got multiple competitors from completely different fields or different fields. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, absolutely. And SEO Rush... I, I, I just realised, I keep saying, does that make sense? And you say, absolutely, because you can't yeah. really disagree, can you? <laughs> well, no, <laughs> like, I, well, I can. Oh, right. But, oh, uh, <laughs> but um, no, I'm really glad you brought that up because, um, again, like SEM Rush is wonderful for competitor analysis and um, using like the organics, organic um, research tool, yeah. you can put in the, the domain of that you're wanting to analyze and go to the competitor tab and you can see what what, mm. what comes up as um, the competitors that from a search perspective yeah. you've shown up for. And sometimes that's a really shocking disparity from what they think mm. that their company, uh, where their company is in their industry to what it actually appears on search. So that disparity, I like to then sort of say, don't worry, like this is, a, that we're gonna have a conversation around that. That is because um, you, in comparison to your the competitors that you think, this is the difference. Mm. So you might have, um, they might have like a small website with less content on that. Mm. Um, so they have a, a, like a typically a, like a small keyword profile that they actually yeah. rank for. 
maybe, um, or it might be that their competitor is actually a lot smaller in search than they, like they don't even like appear the same because mm. the keywords that they again rank for um, are very different. And then that sort of gives you an idea of like how, how you can sort of like level that meter. Brilliant stuff. And then you go into competitor analysis, gap, gap analysis. Yes. You like that. I can see on your yes. face, you like gap analysis. Yeah, Com absolutely. Competitive gap analysis, that was the one. Yeah. I'm sorry, I can't yeah. get it together. I just got <laughs> off the train and my head's spinning. So. Oh, no, no, that's that's all right. I also just love to just chat shop because it's there is so much to it mm. that um, sometimes I, I sometimes go a little bit out of the realm of just what we're talking about. I noticed. Sorry. Crawl, <laughs> crawl logs. <laughs> well, I, I just think, I think it's fascinating because it's kind of like... Um, like you're you're a spy and you're looking at um, the eagle eye view of something and then you basically go enhance 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 mm. um, like how how deep into it are we going to be able to get to mm. be able to do that but you always have to have a good understanding of what is happening overall yeah at all times yeah yeah that horrible word holistic yes that means exactly what it means yeah. but has been so overused that it's become it's yeah it's almost yeah it's lost a, a lot of its meaning but we're going to stick with it yeah but, you it, and me. but it is really really important absolutely Brilliant. the holistic view yeah keeping the holistic view while you dig down and dig down and dig down to get into the details brilliant stuff yeah. thank you very much yeah seo is AO. thank you nick oh my gosh thank you for having me oh the best <laughs> thing back i've had yeah <laughs> that was really great thank you